You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host, Nate Thomas. Here to do a quick intro for today's show with our buddy, Jared Larson, over at OnX Maps. This show, man, we talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, mostly features that some of hell, us and you know our listeners might not even know about. Um, we get into all kinds of stuff that OnX offers and is going to be offering, and, you know, the ease of use, um, just what Onyx is and, and how you can uh, utilize it, what your options are, what you can do if you're a whitetail hunter out west, all that stuff. Um, it is a detailed podcast where Jared gets into a lot of stuff with us, so I don't want to um, spend too much time on the intro. Uh, let's uh, run through our sponsors and uh, just get into today's show with Jared with Onyx here, but... Uh, First, uh, let's let's hit on X, man. Use the code MWW20 for 20% off. Um, by the time you hear this, it'll be close. Well, I guess, will it be the season yet? Not quite. It'll be close to the season here in Missouri and uh, all across the country. Seasons are kicking off when it comes to elk and all kinds of, you know, whitetail early season, all that. So if you don't have on X, download it, use the code, save you 20% off. Uh, Weber Outfitters, man, check them out. Uh, love working with them. Quality people over there, over in Hawk Point, Missouri. Uh, WeberOutfitters.com. Give them a call. Stop in. Check out some of their bows. A little bit late, but it's never really too late to get yourself a new bow. So, you know, check them out. They've got awesome tree stand saddles. Uh, we got outfitted with a, a few saddles there. Uh, so check them out. Morel Targets, uh, as I'm sitting here recording this, the Friday before I leave for Wyoming, my Morel target is sitting in the back of my truck right now going to Wyoming with me, uh, my big roller. So uh, I'm excited to throw it out there when we get to Wyoming and, and take some shots, make sure our bows are still on. So check them out, moreltargets.com. Athlon Optics, ridiculously good. Find a dealer near you, athlonoptics.com. Check out the different offerings they have. If you're not sure what to go with uh reach out to us you know we we shoot a good array of them at this point so um we'll let you know what we think of the different ones all of us kind of have a little bit of a favorite um we don't shoot them all and uh but we do shoot a a decent amount of them so you know you can always reach out to us midwest gun works use our code woodswater for five percent off now's a good time to be getting stuff for your deer rifles set up um you know 
rifle season in our state will be here before you know it. So don't get behind the eight ball. Get your, your parts ordered. And uh, if you want a new gun, they, they sell those too. River's Edge tree stands. A little bit late, but it's, I guess, never too late to get some stands in the woods. If you're going to buy some, use the code MISSOURI10 for 10% off plus free shipping on any hang-on or ladder stand. Lucky Buck, uh, I just dumped a few uh, sites here before leaving, and I'm down to doing about a third to a half of a bucket now. Uh, as we are well aware, deer will start to use less and less mineral throughout the season as they uh, you know, transition to, into other things. So um, that's when you start using less of it uh, so you don't have to spend so much money on uh, more mineral than you really need. And then last but not, uh, no, not I guess I lied to you. Reveal cameras, speaking of those, change the batteries out so that I, uh, when I'm out there, when I was out there dumping, I'd change some batteries out in my cameras, still running like champs. And um, so check them out. Reveal cameras by Tacticam, Black Ovis, and Camo Fire, last but not least. Check them out. Uh, I should have ordered a puffy jacket, but I didn't. So that was my bad. But Black Ovis has those. So use the, use the code MWW10 for 10% off if you're looking for something like that. And then Camo Fire, hop on the app and find some last second deals here before season starts. Uh, it's a great time to be doing some of that stuff. Anyways, I don't know if it'll be Trail Cam Tuesday or not, but don't give Andy the satisfaction of of checking, and uh, I'll just let I'll take you guys' word for it on whatever it is uh, when it comes out when this show comes out next Tuesday. Uh, let us let's just get into the show. Me and Micah talk with Jared Larson with Onyx Maps about the awesome features Onyx has. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, with me and Micah today, we got our buddy over at Onyx, Jared Larson. Jared, what's up, man? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, not a whole lot. Just sitting here on this Friday, uh, ready to boot scoot out of the office and do a little bit uh, of fishing before fall gets here and the, the the fishing rods get put away and the bow takes the front seat, you know? Oh, dude, we're getting stoked. I don't get to fish as much as I'd like to, but uh, I my heart's definitely starting to race just a little bit, knowing the deer season and elk season's right around the corner. It's getting exciting. Well, I know you guys got a bunch of rain that you guys have been waiting on for a while. And uh, shoot, out here in Montana, we've had more rain this August than like the previous six that I've lived here combined. And so, yeah, it's been pretty cool. And yeah, like you guys, I am jones in for uh for that first hunt of the year which thankfully i only got to wait till september so it's going to be here quick same yeah, yeah we're, we leave in like two and a half weeks for our annual elk hunt i'm getting stoked and I, I was doing a little bit of research on our unit that we're going out to and same that unit has gotten a lot of moisture this year so you know that's going to be good good things yeah well, speaking of now, research, is this, is this the unit you guys are familiar with and you've hunted in the we, past? We or? are. Yeah. It, it's changed a little bit in the aspect that it went to a draw unit this year. It was over the counter. Okay. So we're going to see. Not sure if that's going to, I would assume that's going to help us some. So we'll see how it works out. I don't know if it's going to have the impact that we want it to, but, uh, you know, you're always optimistic. Those those first year regulation changes are always such a wild card. That actually happened uh, with with my elk spot here in Montana two years ago. Um, yeah, they they 
changed up the the tag allocation and the units that were allocated to this particular permit and I, I mean, I tell you what, it, uh, it it was good before, and it only got better. Awesome. So ho- hopefully you guys experience the same. Yeah. yeah. I don't get to go with them this year because I drew a Wyoming tag, but I'm hoping I hear nothing but, like, just, oh, yeah, Micah's got one down, now Andy's got one down, you know, like a, a year from that we, that we've never really had. You know, we've we've all had years out there where I think an animal has died every year for the last – three or four seasons outside like of that. last season. Yeah. Whether it was a muley that somebody drew a mule deer tag or an elk. Sure. Um, but I'm hoping like this is just the the year that they just go crazy and I hear about it and then I go to Wyoming and do the same damn thing. That'd be great. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But speaking of features, the premise of today's show, um, we could we'll, – we'll have Jared introduce himself and talk about who he is and what he does for Onyx, but – I would assume most of our uh, listeners know what Onyx is. Yeah, um, if you probably ninety nine percent. If you are a Onyx. hunter, you probably have an idea what Onyx is. Onyx is a, a mapping service, or a uh, uh, yeah, a mapping service is just what I'll use. Who we've been partnered with for a few years, and have been active users of for even longer than that. We're going to talk about all the stuff Onyx can do that you might not know about. There's a um, Jerry was kind of give us. Yeah, giving we, us a few stats before we started recording. Right. And uh, he can even talk about those during the show if he wants. But before we get into it, Jared, tell us about who you are and what you do for Onyx. Yeah, 100%. So uh, my my technical title is something along the lines of Whitetail Marketing Manager. Uh, so I, I oversee uh, all internal and external marketing strategy and communications for uh, the Western or Western, the Eastern market. So whitetail and Turkey is really my focus. Uh, And so then coming with that, I also uh, work with all of our partners and ambassadors like you guys uh, that are, again, their their main quarry is whitetails or turkeys. So get to spend uh, a lot of time on the phone and working with folks like yourselves, dialing in promotions and uh, chatting with folks about the app and how to better utilize it uh, to get through their channels to help educate you know consumers how to be more successful in the field because at the end of the day that is the basis uh, that Onyx was created upon was to empower our customers to have more success with the uh, you know for the most part most people have a very limited time to be in the woods and so you know if you only have five, seven, 10 days to hunt throughout the course of a year. Uh, we want to ensure that that you are as successful as possible. And on the flip side, you know, as you mentioned that this whole podcast is kind of about some of the more nuanced, in-depth features, uh, which at the same time, you know, alongside of those guys that are the weekend warriors or, you know, the parents at home that can just sneak away a day here, you know, the, the app is equally built for those that are spending a hundred days in the field to really give you as many tools and uh, features at your fingertips to dial in your hunt strategy, whether that's, you know, chasing a eight and a half year old whitetail that you have four years of history with, or on your first elk hunt, or, you know, chasing your first gobbler, uh, you know, it's really built for any and all experience levels to empower you to have more enjoyable and successful trips into the woods. Yeah. And that's kind of how this show came about. We were actually on a call with Jared last week, I think last week, uh, as we periodically do with him. And he was talking about some of the stuff that you, you guys are doing over there. And 
I'm just like, man, we are not utilizing like this how many like we should be. <laughs> don't use this. You know, how many people don't even know this exists? And you know, we thought it'd be a great way to get some of the information out. Uh, you know, by talking about it to all of our listeners. So let's just kind of um, get into the basics of Onyx. Um, you know, what people do a lot of, and then we'll kind of move into uh, just you know some of the stuff that uh, is really badass that um, you think uh, you know more people could utilize. A hundred percent. So, I mean, first and foremost, you know, uh, public and private land ownership data is our bread and butter. You know, that's really what we're we're founded upon and what so many people utilize the app for uh, is really just a, you know, a plat map that will also, you know, give you your exact location when you are out in the field or out driving around. Uh, that way, it's just very easy to have your bearings, understanding exactly where you're at the, on the landscape and exactly what land designation that you are on, whether that's, you know, a private land with private landowner information that if you simply tap on any landowner's uh, piece of property, it's going to give you their name, tax address, acreage, all that good stuff um, to help you know exactly whose land that is. If you want to contact them about, you know, leasing their property or permission to hunt or things of that nature. Um, and then on top of that, of course, also public land. So, you know, not as relevant in in many folks for the whitetail woods. Obviously, there's plenty of people chasing whitetails on public ground, um, but it really gets confusing out west, you know, where there is vast, vast amounts of public land that has no signage uh, or representation letting people know that it's public. Um, and so, just being able to instill confidence in anybody that is in the field out there hunting unfamiliar ground uh, is is the basics of our app with that land ownership information uh, and those those landowner designations. Um, and then beyond that, of course, you know, we have all of the the tool sets within the app that are going to help you. Uh, manage a property or uh, remember a hunt or remember details about a place that you scouted with custom waypoints. You know, we have over 80 icons, everything from bull elk to bedding areas to tree stands to trail cameras. Um, if you can think of it in a hunting scenario, there's probably a custom waypoint icon on it uh, on the Onyx Hunt app for you. Um, and then on top of that, you know, you're able to color code all those things, leave notes, attach photos, share that with your buddies um to really just again ensure that when you come across something meaningful in the woods you know a big community scrape or a big wallow out west uh or you know whatever it is being able to mark that exact location just becomes so valuable um in in future time you know when you're back in that spot looking for something in particular that you know you recall seeing whether that's last year last week whatever it is being able to go right to that spot know exactly what it was that you found of interest there and be able to mark that um and then on top of that you know all of that is totally possible without any cell service so um so long as you save those maps before you leave home while you still have wi-fi or cellular data uh when you save those maps if you get to an area that doesn't have cell coverage or you're bouncing in and out of one bar uh, you can simply flip your phone on airplane mode to help save battery and just utilize that map uh, just as you would with service uh, so long as, again, you've saved it beforehand, um, which, I mean, as you guys know, out west, that is an absolute lifesaver and really replaces the need for a GPS unit uh, at large. Um, but, you know, so often in the whitetail woods in a lot of places that I hunt, 
on, you know, you get down in a creek bottom or off the ridge tops and you just have very marginal or minimal service. Uh, so I'm always saving maps and utilizing airplane mode just for that, that quick, snappy, responsive experience within the hunt app um, when you are on the fringe of service. So, I mean, at, at the basis, that is what the app does. And then, of course, you know, as we talked about, we're going to go a little bit deeper into some of these other features uh, that are some of the new and novel ones and some of just the the ones that are underutilized uh, because there are just so many different tools and layers within the app that uh, unless you really sit there and familiarize yourself with it, a lot of them are, are hard to find. So uh, speak a little more on the airplane mode or downloading offline maps. How many times do you see people not do that correctly? You know, because I'm sure like, I'm sure you guys get complaints and, oh, my map wouldn't load when I was out here and, you know, they don't understand that. How, number one, Mike and I know how easy it is, but walk walk the listener through downloading an offline map and why it would be so important, especially when you're going somewhere that you don't know what it, the service would be like and how easy it can really be. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean... If you are looking at your Onyx Hunt app, the very bottom left-hand corner, you have a tab that says offline maps. Simply tap that, uh, and then there's a big orange button that says new map. Tap that again, and from there, you're going to be able to choose your map detail, whether you want a low-resolution map, a medium-resolution map, or a high-resolution map. Um, and so the difference is there. Low resolution is going to take up less space on your phone, but you're not going to be able to really zoom in and pick out a particular tree on the landscape. You're going to get the the 30,000 foot view, be able to see the large picture. Um, and then the higher the detail you go, the larger uh, and more space that it's going to take up on your phone. But when I say more space, you know, a fairly large high detail map, you're talking, you know, 0.2 gigabytes. So not very large uh, by by all standards. Um, but so after you choose your detail level, you're simply just going to name that map. So it means something to you, whitetail lease, elk hunt, whatever it is, and then simply hit save. Uh, and if you have good service, it is not going to take even 60 seconds for that map to save. Uh, and once you've saved that area, the you're good to go. So once you get there and you are on the fringe of service or you have no service, the reason I recommend airplane mode uh, is then it just automatically tells your phone not to be ser searching for that service. So again, your app is snappy and responsive and knows that it is offline and it's working off that offline map. Whereas if you don't put it in airplane mode, if you have, you know, one bar of LTE or, you know, you're just bouncing between service and no service, your phone is not recognizing that you are trying to use on X in an offline setting. Um, and so you'll often experience, you know, lag in the app and it'll almost feel like it's not loading and that your save map isn't working, but that's because you need to, you know, enable airplane mode, or you can simply go offline inside of the Onyx Hunt app to also, you know, again, tell the app that you are working offline for it to recognize that map is there for that snappy experience. So, you know, if you have one bar, no bars, you know, you could be out in the middle of Never Never Land, Alaska and utilize uh, the Hunt app just as you would sitting at home uh, on your couch. So it all just takes a few minutes of preparation. Uh, but the biggest thing is just remembering to do it because yeah. right. like you guys, uh, I have been many times where I'm heading somewhere and think, 
son of a gun, I did not save that map. And, you know, you have like that waning two bars of service or one bar of service and you're trying to get that map saved. So, um, yeah, just make mental note. If you don't know the area you're going to always save a map. If you know you're going to have spotty service. Yeah. Just make sure you're going to be covered. Yeah. I even go one step further. Once I get them all downloaded, um, like I've got all my maps for Colorado already downloaded, yep. but every year before we leave, I'll go into my app, make sure my app is updated. You know, I mean, I don't know that that really messes with anything, but I always make sure it's updated and I'll go into my app and then I'll, I'll go into airplane mode anyways, and I'll just go off yeah, service at home. It. Even though you can go offline inside the app, I'll just go airplane mode on my phone and then I'll get on my, I'll, I'll get on my app or my maps and test them. Okay. Smart. They're good. Let's go. Um, yep. Yeah, you can go offline and that works, but I know if I go into airplane mode, there's nothing. Right. My my phone yep. is done. And if yep. I can get on the map then and go play, then I know it's 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 good, good to go. go. Yep, for sure. So um I think that's a like that's, a a big problem people run into is they that it's like they don't quite get the entire um uh, aspect of downloading the af- offline map. So I thought it'd be great to explain it to them. Well, and the other hot tip that I'll throw out there for offline maps and what I do, particularly when going to, you know, particularly out West doesn't apply so much in the whitetail woods, but save really expansive, low resolution maps, you know, like save half the state of Colorado in a low resolution map and then save more detailed maps inside of it, um, which I've run into this problem years ago, not having done this where, you know, you have a, a higher resolution map saved in your A and B spot, but A spot is filled with people and B spot turned out to be, you know, just hit, you know, you missed, uh, you missed your mark on your e-scouting and it's not holding elk or whatever. Uh, having that low resolution map, you're still going to be able to navigate through the rest of your unit, find roads, understand what is public and private, and you're not going to be, you know, left hung out to dry needing to go get service to find an area to save a new map or you know scout yeah. a new potential spot always oversave versus under there's there's right. no worse feeling than when you cross that line and you're like damn it i wish <laughs> i had went a little further yeah on the, uh-huh. you know on this oh, we, yeah. we had that uh yeah we did that times. we, we kind of we ventured off to where we normally hunt and we're like okay well let's go check this out and we could obviously you could always you can still save like a pin. Like we always, whenever we park our quads or wherever, we always save a pin there and be like, well, if anything, I know I can get back to that pin somehow. I might not notice the ridge that I'm going to have to walk <laughs> up or down or whatever the case may be, but uh, it's a little uneasy whenever things blurry and you can't make out detail yeah. uh, when it's not safe. So yeah, like you said, definitely want to expand the uh, picture and yeah. get a little bit bigger view. In its, in its basis – you know, that, that's why I got Onyx in the first place, you know, just to talk about why somebody would want to pay for, you know, a, a mapping service, right? Like, wow, I can just go walk around. I understand that. You say that is the case. But when you're somewhere that you don't know, my very first year in Colorado, and I think I told you this story already, J- Jared, but I had this little yellow Garmin GPS, the cheapest one that Garmin made. E-Tracks. Yeah, sure piece of shit i mean i mean it's awesome uh it actually it it is what it was it worked fine for what it was right right. but all it was was a screen and a dot where you were and a dot where any type of waypoint that you would put on there so i'm using that my first year and i've got a dot where our camp is and i've got a dot where i'm i'm at with my brother-in-law 
my brother-in-law says, hey, let's separate right here. You go this way. I go this way. And I'm like, all right. So I, I, I start walking in this dark timber in Colorado, and I, I just, like, I turn this corner on this ridge, and I feel completely lost. Like, I don't know where I'm at anymore. I'm, I don't like this. And I can't look at this yellow Garmin and know anything about where I'm at. And yep. I, I could not have gotten back to my brother-in-law quicker. Like, I felt lost. I didn't, I didn't like it. You know, scared is another term you can use. And so, after that day, I said, I will not ever come back out here without knowing where I'm at. And, yep. you know, that's, that's the big – there's an other features I'll talk about later that I love about it. But that was the big thing for me is I can look on that map and know exactly where I'm at on this mountain – where stuff is that I need to go and what the mountain looks like to get there. Um, or even if you're just in Missouri and you're on a new 1200 acre piece of uh, public or, or 5,000 acre large piece of public ground, which we do have large pieces of public in this state. Um, it, it just sucks to like get lost and not have come, any come way back to, to instilling confidence. Yes. yes. Zero. Yep. I had, I mean, I had zero confidence that first year. And I could not have bought Onyx quick enough if I could have paid for it right then and there, you know, but I didn't have service. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. Offline maps, definitely uh, clutch in those situations. And I mean, I think that kind of bleeds into like the tracking feature, which is a super simple feature, but again, you know, widely underutilized uh, as far as just being able to leave a breadcrumb anywhere and everywhere that you're going. Uh, And so uh, simply turn on that tracker. It's again, going to leave a breadcrumb everywhere you've been track your speed walks, uh, as well as your time and elevation gained and loss. Uh, so as you can imagine, ton of use cases for that. I lay out all my entrance and exit routes into all my tree stands with tracks. That way you can easily share them with buddies that aren't familiar. They know exactly how to get in, get out. Um, I mean, shoot when I'm waterfowl hunting and I'm scouting, like I track my entire drive in my truck. That way I know, you know, every field and water piece that I've looked at on that scout. And then, you know, like when I'm out elk hunting, having that track becomes pretty invaluable just because if I wasn't dropping waypoints or, you know, I go back to hunt there, you know, weeks or years later, I know places that I've been and just having content on the map in a given location it just brings it back to memory. You know, it, right. it helps jog that memory as far as like, okay, I wrapped around that Ridge for X, Y, and Z reason, or, Oh, I, I remember stopping there and setting up the, uh, there was a wallow there, even though I didn't mark a waypoint there, it really just helps jog your memory. And again, just leaves you with a better understanding of places you have covered places that you may be overlooked. Um, another really good use case that I use it for all the time. Shed hunting is, Uh, like just gritting out an area or if you you know made a marginal hit on a critter another really good uh way to use the tracker uh gritting and making sure that you know you didn't overlook uh, a small parcel uh that you know your dead deer could be laying or there could be some some sheds that you're looking for um so so many use cases for the tracker as well yeah uh i would say and we're going to talk about some more uh off the beat features yeah but I don't think you're ever going to come out with a feature that is more more favorite to me than the feature that you guys have called. And I don't know what it's actually called, but I call it the direction of travel uh, yeah, feature. Compass mode. Compass mode. Dude, yep. my brain works exactly like that. 
it's like I'm standing in the map and I can look wherever I point my phone is the direction it goes. Um, it is the only app that I know of. Now I have not used other apps in years, but at one point in time before we ever even had a podcast, I had not one, not two, but three different mapping services downloaded on my phone. I told you I was freaked out about getting lost. Right. And the two others that I won't mention, one of them had a feature it tried to make like yours, but it didn't do it that way. And that feature has got to be the, the best feature that I will ever use on that app, bar none, because that's the way I'm always using it out in the field, because that's the way my brain works. Who... It's a, it's not a brand new feature, but I mean, who who came up? That was that was a, a win for me, man. Yeah, and so yeah, what what Nate's speaking to there is if you tap the crosshairs in the bottom right corner of your app, you tap it once, it's going to bring you to your location. You tap it twice, uh, and it's going to turn into like a blue little GPS triangle. Um, and then from there, it's also going to present you a compass option right above that. And if you tap on that, that'll bring you into the new compass mode. Um, which not only does it give you that sight cone and bearing that as you turn your phone, it's going to show you ex exactly which way you're facing, um, which is insanely helpful and useful, like pinpointing a gobble or pinpointing a bugle to understand exactly where that bird or where that elk is. Um, but we also added on top of that, uh, basically a tool that is going to eliminate the need to use the line distance tool as a line with hash marks now populates off of your location. So you can quickly understand, okay, that next ridge is 230 yards away from me, or, oh, that water source down below there is, you know, 120 yards away. Uh, just really quick way to measure distances from you. Uh, and that will actually be the foundation for uh, another tool that we're building, which, you know, if, if you turn that compass mode on, you'll see a little rangefinder icon. And so that is the foundation for what will be rangefinder integration, uh, which we're currently working with a number of partners uh, in the space that, you know, manufacture rangefinders so that in the future, if you have a rangefinder that is able to Bluetooth connect to your phone, like many of the new ones are, That's you will be able to range, you know, range a mule deer across the canyon and you'll be able to have it set up. So exactly where you range, it will drop a waypoint of that exact location on your map. That way you can just be assured that you have that deer's elk, you know, whatever critter it is location pinpointed to prepare yourself to, you know, create the best stock route possible to get in on that critter. So um, a lot of these tools that we're building, when we make updates to them, they're typically foundational for, you know, even more futuristic, even more badass product enhancements that are coming down the pipe. So that's, that's what the new update with compass mode, uh, is the foundation of, and will be a pretty sweet integration once we have that dialed in. Yeah. Love yeah. Another thing I love about it, which one of our buddies just taught us how to do that. Is I did you two fingers. You know, so line distance is something we use out west all the time, and we used to go into yep. the, you know, tools and then line distance. Yep. You can just put two fingers on two points in the map, hold them yep. on there, and it'll give you the line distance. I use that. The old two-finger yeah. line distance. Yeah. yeah. So if you play them simultaneously on the screen, you know, it's going to 
give you a distance measure from, you know, each of your two contact points. It'll populate for three seconds, tell you the distance, and then it just disappears. That way you don't have all yep. these random red lines sitting on your map that, you know, you needed to know the distance for two seconds, but you don't at all need to uh, keep that line. And so like a lot of times we develop those features purely based on what we are recognizing customers are doing or what we hear from customers. And so the way that one came about is, um, you know, we we're just seeing that the vast, vast majority of line distances people were uh, creating, they were immediately discarded. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it became pretty obvious to us, like, okay, people don't actually want to keep the line distance on their map. They simply want to check out how far A is from B. And so, you know, uh, we do these little things called design sprints or hackathons, uh, where when something like that is happening, uh, a small section of our engineering team will get together for a day or two days and just work on one specific iteration or something of something. Uh, and so like, that's what that came out of. We, we recognized that folks weren't interested in keeping these lines. So we came up with a solution and implemented it as soon as we could. So uh, I'm with you, the two finger line distance. I, I use it a ton. When, oh, he, I, when I, he showed it to us, I was like, what? I used it the other day. We were, we were on vacation this week and we were down in uh, Arkansas on a float trip and you know my whole family's with me we got there's like 15 of us like eight you know kids and you know we're just floating down the river and we had a certain time that we had to get back to uh you know where they were going to pick us up or else it was going to be like 25 dollars each 15 minutes over or something like that and we got in late and we were getting kind of that time we we're like man I don't know if we're going to make it. You know, we might have to spend quite a bit of money just to, but I was able to, I had service at the time. I didn't save my map because I was on vacation. I wasn't thinking about it, but I was like, you know, I can figure this out. So I just got on there real quick and I did my, I knew where they were going to pick us up. And I obviously I knew where I was at, did the line. I'm like, oh, we got 1.7 miles left to go. And we had two hours to Start do it. Kicking, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> the case, we, we made it with eight minutes to spare. That's how, <laughs> that's how closely we cut it but without that we would planning yeah yeah so uh you know if we didn't have had that we probably would have been either we would have either a taken too much time or we would have scurried and ruined the whole trip just because we weren't worrying about relaxing floating down the river and we were more worried about getting picked up in time so it you know it just took a little ease off the mind it was pretty pretty useful Love it. And yeah. those are just like basic. Yeah, that's the basics, man. Like we, we talked, yeah. like you said, we talked last week. And and we, we've talked about this. The majority of the users on Onyx, they are using it on their phone. But yep. after talking with you last week, we are barely scratching the surface on what Onyx offers on the web portion. So on your laptop or on your computer. Let's get into some of those things that, uh, you know, people are not recognizing that they actually have at their fingertips. 100%. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, aerial imagery. So, it, you know, if you're looking at Onyx right now or you're familiar with Onyx, we have incredibly high resolution and very detailed aerial imagery uh, across the country. But in a lot of places, uh, it's not necessarily the most up to excuse me, the most up-to-date imagery. Um, you know, as you can imagine, sourcing aerial imagery is very difficult and very expensive. There's not a ton of providers out there to choose from. And so recently we've started to get more creative and try to find new ways to uh, source aerial imagery 
uh, in different capacities. And so what we're working on right now and what I'm going to show you here is leaf off imagery will be available on our web platform very shortly after this podcast releases um, and then pretty quickly after that into the mobile apps. Uh, and so with leaf off imagery, it's starting out that we have a dozen states um, that leaf off will be available for with an elite membership. Uh, and that is something to note here. A lot of these newer, um, more in-depth nuanced features will only be available to our elite members. Um, and leaf off imagery is one of those, but states like Missouri, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, um, West Virginia, Wisconsin, there's a number of them that will have leaf off imagery that will be incredibly high resolution. Um, so I just flipped it on here. Uh, and as you can see, you know, it goes from a canopy of green in this Creek bottom to, you know, no canopy at all. And you're able to really zoom in, get a picture of what that Creek bottom looks like without all that leaf cover uh, that really just kind of blinds you of what the, the landscape looks like at large, um, you know, in November, in December, when you are doing that hunting uh, to really, again, visualize and understand the landscape just that much better. Um, so leaf off imagery, we're pretty stoked on that. And if it is not in one of the states or if you are not in a state that leaf off is currently going to be launched in in this first iteration uh we are working on sourcing additional states so iterative iteratively uh throughout you know the next couple of years we hope to get leaf off for, for everywhere in the country um so making progress on that front but missouri made the cut on the first yeah one, we made so. it missouri did make the cut on the first one so, so i mean that that's just uh, yeah. gonna be so beneficial like yeah. i got this one piece of public ground next to me and i don't hunt it that often you know i i'm i have access to private land i'm blessed in that way but there is this one piece of private or public it's it's pretty small but it is literally nothing but trees it's nothing but trees and it's got a creek running through it and you can i mean obviously looking at the top of the map all you see is trees, so you can't really get into some of that detail stuff that you might be able to picture, oh, well, this is probably a little less – they have better access if they're going this way or whatever, and you might be able to pick up on some of those trails and things like that that really become beneficial. Yep, 100%. Like, I know, you know, it's it's in my ability to use it under my employee account currently, and just some historic spots that I used to hunt in Wisconsin – uh, you, you turn on that leaf off imagery and yeah, you can see some of those really well utilized deer trails and things that, you know, you would just never be able to pick up with a, with a canopy full of leaves on. So excited to uh, get that one out. And it's been highly requested by so many people in the, in the South, uh, in the South, Southeast part of the United States, you know, those folks really seem to be interested in that leaf off imagery and getting a better understanding of, of that landscape under the trees and being able to visualize it. So stoked to be able to bring that to folks. Um, the next aerial image update it is our recent imagery with the ability to look back historically. Um, and so what this is, is we are, we, we sourced imagery that is updated roughly every two weeks across the country. Um, and so with that, you'll notice that it is lower resolution imagery than our general base map. Um, but again, it's getting updated every two weeks across the country. So it is absolutely awesome for 
uh, you know, seeing where a tornado went through, or if you did TSI or you cleared out a new food plot or, um, you're looking for where the snow line is, or you're looking out West to see, you know, the, the creep of vegetation as, as summer moves on and you're trying to find a, you know, a, a really good green honey hole for a high country mule deer hunt. You're just able to see so much more. And so, I mean, looking at this particular spot on the map, you can see that when I flip on the recent imagery, like there's multiple large, you know, I'm not sure if this is going to be a housing development or what they're working on here, but you can see that, you know, the landscape just vastly changes from our general base map imagery um, versus this recent image that was taken, you know, at some point in the last two weeks. And then on top of that, you're able to on web currently, uh, you're able to historically look back uh, to March of 2023. That recent imagery is in the mobile platforms, but the historic look back is currently only on web, but will be in mobile platforms again here very shortly before hunting seasons kick off. So um, that really would, utilize that. That would really in, suck. What's that? That would really suck. You know, like you're like, man, look at this spot. It looks good. You turn on recent imagery and you're like, where the freaking hell did all the trees go? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah the PC showing us. Yeah, the PC showing us is showing this nice big chunk of timber and then probably, I don't know, a thousand acres is cleared. So, yeah, I get that. That's definitely beneficial. Um, yeah, so pretty pumped on that. I've been using a ton. I'm heading to Alaska here in just a couple weeks on a on a moose hunt and just like, watching the green creep up the river system that we're floating uh has been super cool and honestly confidence instilling knowing that you know some of those locations higher up on the river uh are getting green and there is going to be get some good vegetation and uh hopefully hold hold some moose so lots of lots of ways to utilize recent imagery especially when preparing for going somewhere you haven't been to see if you know the crops have been harvested or you know things of that nature that are going to affect your hunt but you don't really have any way of knowing until you get there without having something like this at your disposal right i mean how many how many phone calls would you have to make hey have you ever been on this river at this point and what's 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 it doing right now that's yeah, that's kind of impossible to figure out w without this. So, um, totally. And then uh, the the last aerial image update that we have uh, live right now is what we're calling imagery on demand. Um, and so, what that is is you'll be able to order a custom image uh, that you choose the exact location of, and now it is an extra. Uh, $60 for customers to order this image, but you are literally dictating a satellite to go up in the next 10 to 14 days and take a aerial image of a very particular location. I think it's about a mile and a half wide by a mile and a half wide uh, as far as the size of the image it's going to give you. Um, but once you purchase that, you tell uh, the satellite the exact location you want that image of that in the next 10 to 14 days based on weather conditions, you know, to ensure there's not cloud cover and things of that nature. It's going to take that aerial image. It's going to populate on your account and your account only. You are going to own that little fresh aerial image and you're going to be able to toggle that on and off just like you would any other piece of the base map. So again, you know, maybe you bought a new property or you got a new lease this year or you cleared new food plots. 
sports um, or you're going to a new unit in Wyoming for an elk hunt and you want to better understand, you know, what an area looks like. I mean, for $60, the amount of value that you could get out of understanding that landscape before you've ever been there or just the, the luxury and novelty of having what your property looks like exactly today on your map. Uh, pretty cool opportunity and and not something anyone else out there is doing. So we are pretty excited to to get that ability for our customers in order to, you know, have a custom aerial image. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. Yeah, I mean that's some of the um the 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 biggest things we noticed on our call with you the other the other week is, you know, I have specifically this year more than any, um I think I probably use the the web based app more than guys like Micah in our in our group a little bit, but this year with going to Wyoming being brand new, noticed that some of the stuff you can do, you know, uh on the the web app, which I'm sure your your version or your your idea is to get all that possibly available on mobile at, at some point, but you know, there's only so much a phone can do that a computer can't, right? Like my computer screen is 23 inches larger than my phone is. And yep. it's amazing that the the detail you can see when you're when you're on the web-based app. I guess it's called an app, the website, whatever. But web map, web app, whatever you want sure. to call it, I'm down web map. for, but yeah. um, by, by and large, you know, we we do plan on getting all of these features that are in web over to the mobile app um, with a few caveats. But the reason they go to web first is it's easier to develop for uh, web than it is on mobile platforms. And then the other thing is we have full control over our web map. Um, and so, you know, when we send new things into an iOS platform on your, your Apple device or into an Android platform, or Google platform in your Android device, um, you know, those have to go through an approval process and we only can send updates, you know, every so often. Um, there's just there's just a lot more logistics and complexities to getting things into the mobile devices. So pretty much by and large, everything first goes to the web. Uh, and then, you know, just as soon as we can get it developed and into the mobile products, that's where we put it. But I know Nate was kind of leading on to uh, yep. something that is only web-based. And to be honest with you, it will probably stay web-based just because of the complexities of the tool. Um, but it is what we are calling Onyx Labs. And again, so this is only available to elite members, only on web. Um, and it's on the right-hand side toolbar. It has a little red beta flag on it because we are kind of using this as a beta testing grounds. Um in order to get as much feedback from our customers as possible on what they like about this tool, how they're utilizing it, how we can improve upon it. Um, but basically within Onyx Labs, there's two main features currently. The first one is TerrainX. And so I'm just gonna zoom in to a random place in Colorado here. Um, let the map populate for a minute. Uh, but then if you throw your map into 3D by just holding control, and then clicking uh, on your left, uh, left clicking on your mouse or your trackpad, you're able to, you know, pan that 3D and start looking around. Um, but the real cool features of this 
really come into play on the left-hand side toolbar here. You see uh, slope angle, slope aspect, and elevation band over there. And so what you can do when you're looking at it in 3D here, and I will say that when you are using this platform, uh, just because the data is so rich and you're trying to pull so much detail from these maps, it does load a little bit slower than the general web map. Sure. But let's yeah. say you're looking for a, you know, north facing 30 degree slope uh, for, you know, elk bedding uh, on your on your hunt in Colorado there. So as you see, as I slide and adjust these different aspects, angles, you'll see things get highlighted and darkened. And so the highlighted portions are showing you exactly what you are filtering by. So right now I'm filtering for a predominantly north facing slope between 20 and 30 degrees. Um, and you can see just the very limited areas that are highlighted if I was, you know, looking for a good potential elk bedding grounds, or let's say, you know, the inverse, maybe it's shed season and you want to find, you know, a south facing slope. You could do the same thing, um, but just iterate it with your filtering ability to look at those south slopes, uh, you know, change that, that slope angle to whatever, you know, you see fit. Um, and again, it just is really going to help you narrow in on places that are of interest versus places that don't fit the script for what you're looking for. So just a super cool tool, only available on the web map. Great for doing e-scouting. Um, definitely more useful for Western hunts than whitetail hunts, but certainly some applicability there too. You know, if you're honing in on creating uh, a bedding area that you want to do some TSI on, so you want to locate uh, a south facing ridge or maybe you found particular uh mass trees that were producing just a ton of acorns at a particular elevation band so you can still filter and utilize these things in the whitetail woods uh you just have to get a little bit more creative and obviously the scale isn't going to be so large yeah. uh but what but I just a lot of here yeah and what i love like the the map you got up right now what i enjoy about it is when I'm so let's just pretend like this is where I'm going in Wyoming, right? I'm looking at that and going, I want to get to the peak of that mountain. Um, how am I going to get there? Well, I can look at my map and I can look at my topo lines and go, it's probably steeper over here, blah, blah, blah. But here I can look at it and go, all right, I'm probably going to run around Johnson Creek and up the bowl that way. Cause there's like, there's no question. I can tell what it is now um you know because it's it's like a it's like i'm standing on a cloud right on top of the the mountain and i can see what's steeper i can see everything where you know sometimes we've all been there where we look at topo lines and we get there and we're like holy shit this is this is not what i was expecting uh to see oh, here. You know what I'm saying? and using that slope angle you know you can get a pretty good understanding of you know the easiest route up this bowl you know like right as i have this slope angle dialed to everything from 90 degrees to zero degrees if i drop that down to you know only showing 30 degree gradients or less you know there's and even to 20 degree gradient or less you can kind of see that this little drain is going to be the easiest route up to that ridge line. So yeah, ton of different use cases there with terrain X when you're planning from home. Um, and then the other cool tool within 
Onyx Labs is Viewshed. So if you click on these little binocular icons up here, uh, you are going to be given like a little bullseye essentially as your cursor. And anywhere you place that cursor based on the terrain around you, it is going to highlight what you are able to visually see from that location. So really taking a lot of the guesswork out of finding a glassing knob and, you know, trying to put together what you're going to be able to see from there. Um, so just a really neat feature, again, while you're scouting from home to quickly understand what you're going to be able to see from any point that you're interested in glassing from. And this would be perfect for whitetail folks, too, like in the summer, if you're wanting to go, uh, you know, check check out the bucks in a bean field of an evening and it's somewhere you've totally. never really been been for, been to before you can be like well where is it that i can see the most of this field you know right. what vantage point can i be at instead of like you know driving up and down the road and going it's probably best here you can just be like well i know it's best here because it's showing me i can see the most from this vantage point before you ever even yep. travel out there yeah and the other thing that we're trying to add to viewshed um, it's it's been a, a challenge as you can imagine, but we're trying to get it to take into account vegetation as well. Um, you know, because so many glassing knobs, you know, like you, you can be fighting trees or as you just described in the Midwest, you know, fighting Crop, yeah. uh, ditches full of tall grass or things of that nature. So really trying to improve that feature to not only analyze the topography and the terrain features themselves but also the vegetation that's around to take into account okay you know recognizing those trees are 30 feet high or you know whatever they are what is the visibility through that vegetation so um you know like all of our tools they're they're usually at some point in their life cycle with an iteration uh only to be built upon and, and hopefully make better for you guys yeah that's pretty awesome uh, another new feature that's going to be pretty cool is uh is the uh the trail camera tool so you told us a little bit about this too um go and go into that what's that going to be like yeah so i'm super pumped for the trail camera stuff uh it is definitely going to be a bit of a slow burn and a long-tailed project um but basically over the course of close to the last two years we've been being really calculated and uh gathering as much data and information as we possibly can about how folks are using trail cameras particularly cell cameras just because as you know and as all you listening know there might not be anything more addictive than cell cameras and uh the notifications that you get when uh you get a photo to come in and so we dove deeper into that by doing a bunch of survey data to try to understand what are the major pain points of utilizing cell cameras because us here internally, um, you know, pretty the entire hunt team at Onyx Hunt hunts avidly. Um, and so like myself, for instance, you know, I was running three to four brands of cell cameras every single year. You know, I had Cuddybacks, I had Bushnells, I had a tact cam. Uh, and so I had to have, you know, my, my Cuddybacks were only sending me emails. They didn't even have an app, you know, until fairly recently. I had to have my tax cam app. Uh, and then I had to have my Bushnell app. So, you know, I'm receiving photos in three different platforms, not to mention none of those platforms really give me the ability to organize those photos 
Um, and so beyond that, if you're going to analyze those photos, then you need like a spreadsheet or really detailed notes in your phone and your notes app or some other way to help understand the uh, factors and conditions that a target buck is daylighting on, or you're just getting pictures of a target buck in general, trying to put together his pattern, understand where he's bedding and, and put together a plan and a strategy on the map in order to hunt that deer more effectively. It was all just so cumbersome and so disjointed that we decided we we're going to take a stab at, you know, simplifying trail camera management. Um, and so again, right now, foundationally, we have the, the concrete, uh, poured, if you will, of the house, uh, that is going to be built. Um, and so what currently exists within the hunt app is on web, you can utilize the trail camera tool any day. Now that tool is going to be in both, uh, Android and iOS platforms. Um, and so what that tool does foundationally is it's slightly different than a waypoint. It's only a trail camera icon on it. Um, but you can currently set that trail camera icon where your trail cameras are at. And as you edit it, it is going to keep track of your historic locations of that camera as you move it. Um, and right now you're able to upload, uh, any trail camera photo you have on a desktop or SD card or anything like that, you can upload those photos to those individual camera locations to start putting all of your trail camera data within Onyx. Um, but in the very near future, within the month or so, uh, with Exodus, Bushnell, and Covert, we are launching cellular integration. So with those brands, you are going to be able to receive cellular images from those cameras right to your Onyx Hunt app. Um, and we hope to onboard many more trail camera manufacturers. We basically started with those three because they were super on board with our vision and what we were doing. Um, and so, you know, we're just taking it one step at a time and trying not to take too big a bites that we can't chew off very effectively. Um, and so once that integration is set up with those companies, as far as you're able to receive cellular images to your hunt app, more specifically to the exact trail camera icon that represents that camera in the woods, that way your organization starts to be done for you as far as housing those images under that camera's physical location. Um, and then again, as you move that camera, those images are going to be attached to the historic locations of that camera or the current location of that camera. And so as soon as that integration is built, we'll then start to work towards our organization of trail cameras. Um, we already have an analysis tool built that is going to save you a load of time as far as identifying buck, doe, bear, pig, coyote, so on and so forth. Um, but then the ability to create custom folders and and custom tags for all of your photos. So of course they'll be organized by camera, but if you wanna go a step further and create a folder that is, you know, your Missouri lease or your Iowa farm or, you know, whatever particular piece of ground, uh, you're able to create a folder and add all those photos to that folder. And then beyond that, create custom tags. So you have a target buck, Steve, or your target buck, Bob, or, you know, whatever it is, you're able to, to categorize all those folders in an organized manner um, and really just start to keep track of all of your camera photos within the hunt app where you're going to be planning your strategy and analyzing the map already um, to organize your photos there 
And then after organization is in a good spot, we're going to start to work on building an analysis tool, analyzing the deer on your property from your photos. Uh, and so what that looks like is with the metadata from a trail camera photo, you know, we're able to pull all of the weather conditions uh, based on that camera's location. And so imagine you want to understand more correlations of your target buck steve so let's say you have 60 photos of this deer and you know 14 of them are in daylight and you want to start pulling out the factors that he is daylighting on okay of those 14 images nine of them are on a northeast wind on your south food plot camera three of them were on a southwest wind on your north pinch pot pinch point camera um so from there you know with those factors combined with additional factors, if you so choose, whether that's temperature, barometric pressure, moon phase, whatever it is that you are interested in pulling out of that metadata, um, as far as all weather variables and conditions, we're gonna be able to spit that out to you to help you put together a better plan in place to hopefully, you know, tag that mature buck. And then, you know, beyond that, let's say you wanted to go harvest a doe, you could say, tell me the cameras that have had the most daylight doe activity in the last week. Um, and we'd say, okay, your South food plot, six of the last seven days, you've had an evening daylight photo of a doe or, you know, your North pinch point. Well, only two of the last seven days have you had an evening daylight photo of a doe. Easy choice. I'm going to the South food plot. Um, so really, you know, instead of, instead of predictive, and analysis based on, you know, insurance car collision data to help you identify the peak rut in your area or anecdotal weather factors by and large from hunters helping you predict movement in your area. We're going to be pulling data from your trail camera intel that you are uploading into Onyx to help you give analysis on your deer to make you more successful trying to put an arrow or a, a you know, a round through the buck that you're most after. So you can kind of see what we were talking about with this type of show. I mean, that right. there, there's a handful of features we just discussed that, I mean, I'm sure we didn't even skim the surface of everything that Onyx, you know, can do. I mean, there's other features I use all the time out west, like um, historical burn data. Uh, one yeah. of the, the place we're going to hunt in Wyoming, there was a burn over the past, you know, handful of years that happened there. So I can see where the fire was because i i can't tell you know although you know leaf off imagery and stuff like that if it's available at some point uh that'll be an option you know that that'll be available at some point obviously but you know historical burn data is something i look at all the time um public corn oaks that's yeah. like a wildly popular layer uh, um you know if you want to get a great general understanding of where red and white and mixed oaks are on any part of the landscape um that's a really highly utilized feature um, but by and large well underutilized uh by onyx consumers yeah um you know what are some other features that maybe you think are are really underutilized that we haven't really discussed yet today that you would love to see more people using uh, because it's just so awesome. So a really interesting one, and this is kind of similar to what some of Terrain X does, but under the land and access folder in your app layers, uh, slope angle is in there. Um, 
And I'm utilizing that to try to just really easily locate, you know, natural terrain funnels, obvious pinch points, easy access points. It, you know, if there's any type of topography and terrain, basically it populates a color coordinated, um, you know, degree of slope aspect or degree of slope angle. Uh, you know, so green is going to be gradual. Red is going to be steep. And you're just really easily able to identify, oh, like there's a couple really steep edges, but then a nice green uh, gradual rise to this saddle. Okay, perfect natural terrain funnel or pinch that would probably be a great spot to set up during the rut from a buck cruising from one drainage over into the to, into the next. Um, so that's one that I utilize quite a bit. Um, 3D exaggeration. Uh, oh, because yeah, yeah. That is not that is now available on mobile. Um, if you're not seeing it on your iOS device, uh, it is currently in a split. And so what I mean by that is anytime we release a new feature, we send it out to 5% of our user base, make sure there's no bugs. It's working well for a couple of days. Then it goes to 10%, then it goes to 20%. So just a, a check and balance to ensure that when we're releasing new features, they're working as intended um, and not slowing people down. But that 3D exaggeration, I drew a Kansas tag this year. I chose to hunt uh, a unit in Western Kansas that is pretty dang flat and there's not many trees. Um, and I'm actually going with the intent to, to spot and stalk and try to decoy uh, a whitetail from oh, the wow. ground with my bow. That'd be awesome. Um, and so really utilizing that, that 3D elevation exaggeration to bring to life those little swales and those little ditches that we all know deer know exactly where those are and they use the heck out of that subtle terrain, but it's not very obvious on a, on a topo map, especially a topo map with, you know, 20 foot contours. Um, so really utilizing that elevation exaggeration to, to pick out that nitty knit nitpick out that subtle terrain features that, uh, that critters are going to be using. Um, that's one I really like optimal wind and wind calendar. Ooh, yeah. Something that, uh, just makes it really, really easy to pick any day's stand location. So if you drop a waypoint, any waypoint icon, you know, I really only do it on my tree stand icons, but if you tap that icon, it's going to pull up a, a card with the waypoint and you're going to be able to tap wind direction. Um, and then from there, you can either have that exact waypoint display the current wind direction at all times, or you can set your optimal wind direction. So it's going to populate a pie chart with all of the cardinal directions. Uh, and you can say, okay, this south food plot stand hunts on a south wind, southwest wind, and a southeast wind. You know, anything predominantly south. Well, then a little bubble is going to appear over that waypoint icon. And, you know, anything with that predominantly south wind, it's going to show up green. Let's say there is a northwest wind, it's going to show up red. Um, and then on top of that, if you set those wind conditions on waypoints, we are going to produce a wind calendar for you. Um, and so if you have, you know, let's say you have eight tree stands on your 65 acre property. And uh, if you set the optimal wind direction on all eight of those tree stands, that wind calendar is going to give you a seven day prediction of what the wind is going to be doing at each of those stand locations by daybreak, midday and sunset. Um, so you're just able to super easily at a glance understand, okay, what stands are viable hunt options for today or this coming Saturday, uh, just to help again, you know, really narrow down and, and at a glance understand where you're going to go sit. 
I like that one. Oh yeah, that's huge, man. I, I like when I don't have to get. So I mean, I think we've all been in this boat before, but I like when I don't have to get on five different apps to do stuff. And that was one of them. I used to get on my Onyx and I'd you know look at where I'm going. Okay, what well, I want to go sit here, and then I'd get on a weather app that I've got that has a wind map. And it's just a map of a bunch of arrows. And then I'm like, all yep. right. Uh, windy. Huh? Windy? You using the Windy no, app? No, it's, um, it's called, and it's a good app. I mean, I would recommend it if you, it's called My Radar. And then there's a wind. My Radar, yeah. There's a wind yep. feature. And I can yep. look at the, I look at the wind direction. It's not even really arrows. It's just like little dashes that you yep. can tell so which way it's going. That is actually a super awesome feature. The Windy app and the My Radar app do a pretty good job of that. And that is 100% on our roadmap to start to implement like those more large scale wind trends, because it is super cool when you can like look at that, what you're speaking to in my radar, you know, you can zoom out in the whole country and you can see in the upper Midwest, this big vortex that's creating, you know, a West wind, but you look down and, you know, like you can see where that weather pattern breaks, you know, yeah. where maybe down in Missouri there, it starts to switch and you see it a predominantly South wind. Um, and then, you know, in a lot of those apps, you can forecast days in advance to see how those weather systems are changing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, super cool stuff that again, it's, it's on the Onyx roadmap and it'll be in there one of these days. Yeah. Uh, we always joke with our engineers, the marketing team does that. It's just two lines of code, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't mean it's a little bit more involved than that. It doesn't mean I don't ever get on those apps ever again, but I don't have to anymore. Right. So yep. like my radar, I still use it a lot for, uh, when a front's coming in, you know, and I'm like, am I going to be in the stand when this front hits? And like last year or the year before, I can't remember, I was in a tree stand when the front hit and the wind, like I could not have timed it more perfectly. I, I was like watching the radar and I got into that stand maybe 10 minutes before the front hit and the wind switched and it got colder and everything happened the way I wanted it to. And, you know, that, that was one of those times I got on that app because yep. you know that was a little bit like more detailed than anything else but what i love about you know the the wind direction um deal is i do it i do it for every single one of my tree stands and i can look and say all right the wind says i'm good here yep now am i going this evening okay thermals you know i, I look at those sometimes depending on where you're at and i think i should be good here even even if my thermals rise with this wind it should take it this direction i should be all right um, I use that all the time. Um, so, I mean, you can just see to the to the listeners, it, it's more than just, you know, looking at a map. There's a lot of stuff you can utilize. We didn't hit probably 10% of all of it still, but there's a lot of stuff that Onyx has that, um, you know, you can utilize, uh, especially as an elite member. But so talk about before we get off, you know, what, what the different uh, membership, op membership options are and how people can, uh, you know, use on X if they uh, are interested in getting on it. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, we have basically three different membership tiers. We have our single state product, which is a premium membership, 30 bucks. If you just want Missouri, if you just want Arkansas, uh, you know, whatever individual state, you get all the data for that state, but you do not get anything for additional states. And then we have our two state option. Um, and really we just, they, we just launched this recently purely by popular request a lot of folks that are hunting missouri and iowa or arkansas and missouri or missouri and kansas you know those those folks that have 
one neighbor stayed away that they often frequent too. So we're now offering a, a two-state option uh, for $45 if you want to just add an additional state to your premium membership. Um, but then really the most bang for your buck is going to be the elite membership. That covers all 50 states. It gives you all these new features that we just talked about. So recent imagery, leaf off imagery, Onyx Labs with TerrainX and ViewShed, um, the trail camera analysis part of that tool, that is all going to only be for our elite members. Um, and then on top of that, uh, you know, we have our elite benefits. So we're constantly working with other brands in the industry to deliver for you guys um, either early access to new product launches or discounts to, you know, the gear that we use and trust, whether that's, you know, tree stands, saddles, boots, optics. Um, so really just trying to give back to our consumer and make the $100 that the elite product is such a no brainer that people don't even think about it because they know they're getting way more value out of it than, uh, you know, the tank of gas that that $100 would otherwise get you. Right. Um, so that's that's where I would go. Uh, you know, if you got 99 bucks, uh, the elite membership is going to be on pay for itself with just the confidence and the increased ability that you're going to have to be more efficient in finding game rich environments on top of all of the different ancillary benefits uh, that you get with Elite. And of course, if you go to onxmaps.com and use code MWW, you're going to save 20% uh, on your Onyx subscription and you're also going to support these good fellas you're listening to. So yeah. head over to onxmaps.com, use that code MWW and you'll save, uh, save a little coin. And that's what's cool is, you know, I mean, not just us, but Onyx is like, they they do a lot out there for you know the consumer as it as it would say right like we're not the only one that's got a, a discount code there's there's discount codes all over the place and right you know so you know if you're a listener of our show or or any of their other partners you know they they are trying to to hook you up with a, a, a even better deal than I think the elite is already and so you know you can get it instead of ninety nine you can get it for seventy nine. You know, 80 bucks well, and, for the entire year. But yeah, with August, you know, like August is kind of something we've coined internally as our elite month where we are just running a ton of really cool promotions um, with our different elite partners and giving away 30 day free trials to elite. So if you haven't already signed up for Onyx and you're on the edge thinking about it, there's no better time than now to go check it out. We always offer a seven-day free trial, but if you can get it free for 30 days, why wouldn't you? Right. 23 extra days. There you go. Sometimes 24. Depends <laughs> on what month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, Jared, I appreciate you coming on and, and you know talking about all these awesome features to our listeners. Uh, the more they can learn, more we can learn about all the different features that we have that we're paying for, You know, the better we can be because uh, you know it just gives us more information. I'm going to be over the next uh, month – I'm going to be on uh, the 3D elevation exaggeration and the uh, uh, the slope. can't remember what exactly it's called, the slope. Train X. Yeah, yeah train thank you, X. the Train X. Um, quite a bit because my, my scouting for Wyoming is going to be on my computer. I don't get to go out there yep. before. A lot of people don't, and this is where this comes in, in handy. So, man, we appreciate you coming on. Good luck in a few weeks in Alaska. Yeah, if you if you get a big old moose, you're going to have to come on and tell us that. That's one of those. You dream guys got hunts. a deal. I uh, yeah, I'd love nothing more to to circle back here in a couple months and exchange some stories. And so, if you listeners have any questions for me, 
feel free to shoot me an email. My email is Jared, J-A-R-E-D, period, Larson, L-A-R-S-E-N, at onxmaps.com. Uh, my Instagram handle is Jared C. Larson. Drop me a DM there if you have questions. Happy to help you out and answer anything you, you may need. So uh, don't be a stranger. Micah, Nate, appreciate you guys having me on. Best of luck uh, out west. And, and hopefully we'll reconvene here in a couple months and uh, and have a good old story session about some some critters falling. You would be our first moose, Tales of the Chase. Yeah, that's for sure. So if you make hopefully it happen. it happens. All right, man. We appreciate it, Jared. All right. We'll see you, buddy. Thank you.